welcome to another Rich Chang's Leicester Square Theatre podcast. I forgot to do the product placement during this one, so here it is at the beginning. I hope you enjoy it. Please support this fine endeavour. Inspired by the do-it-yourself ethos of Rahalastapa Rahalastapa, Super Kino are planning to put on film screenings in London, including some weird and wonderful curiosities of cinema. By the time this podcast is out, which is now, dates and venues for the first few screenings should be up on the Super Kino website, which is superkino.com, S-U-P-A, K-I-N-O.com or Twitter at Superkino, S-U-P-A-K-I-N-O, like super but with an A and Kino as in cinema. It's got what well, here's some of the ones coming up, hopefully. Ted Post the Baby, a demented thriller about the custody battle between a group of women for an adult man baby that escalates into bizarre horror. Alan Funtz, what do you say to a naked lady in which the man behind Candy Camera examines sexual mores of the general public at the end of the 1960s? And Melvin Van Peebles' Watermelon Man, a 1970 satire on American race relations that deserves to be better known to day it says here so uh, i hope you will support that fine enterprise as they have supported us and helped uh, this to come out to you and be heard in your ears uh if you like me why not come and see me on tour go to richherring.com to find out where my tour dates are in my new tour the best which is coming out yeah it's probably started by the time you listen to this i hope you will enjoy it bye ladies and gentlemen welcome to the leicester square theater please welcome a man who was standing in an unpleasant fart cloud about two hours ago on a tube which was not his own it's richard herring thank you very much hello Welcome to Series 10, Episode 15 of Richard Herring's Leicester Square Theatre Podcast. But I was down at uh, Shrek Adventure London the other day. It's good they put Shrek in it. It's good. You should go and see it. Uh, and there was a man dressed as a Shrek there. He called it Rollerstabot. I don't know if that's going to catch on. So uh, I was on the tube on the way. This is a diff- difficult situation. I was on the tube on the way here and I was standing. It was quite a packed tube. And then somebody had done a really horrible really nasty fart that sort of drifted in and it's difficult to know how to respond isn't it because you don't want anyone to think it's you who's done it but if you overreact that it looks like you're acting like you haven't done it because you've done it and the, and the train pulled into a station I thought I can't it's horrible but if I get off and move to another carriage everyone will think I did it so we all just had to it was a, it was a Mexican standoff that is not a racist uh, so uh, it's, I'm not saying they fart more but I would build a wall to stop it. That is what I'm saying. <laughs> and I'd make them pay for the, the farts. In farts. Uh, so um, I, was, uh, I was in uh, London Zoo uh, uh, yesterday. I took my young, young family and some friends with kids. We went to London. It's very good, London Zoo. Although it's, it's a sort of weird thing because there's animals encaged in cages. You're probably aware what a zoo is. It feels... <laughs> It was all all right, apart from the gorilla enclosure. There was a really big gorilla just sort of sitting there, so looking so sad. I, for a moment, I thought it was like a model because it was so still. And then it moved. Then I thought it's a man dressed up as a gorilla. I thought they probably wouldn't. They probably wouldn't do that. That might be a, a n- nicer way of doing the gorillas, though, wouldn't it? Just as unemployed actors pretending. And he just looked so angry. I might, I might have watched too much uh, Planet of the Apes, but I, it did. It felt like it was. It's the. It's just a little change in DNA, and he'd be walking around, wouldn't he, and, and looking at stuff. It feels wrong. It feels like a prison when it's a, a great ape, but it's good. Though. Go, go and see it. Uh, <laughs> But when the apes do turn, take over, I think they'll have, they'll, the London Zoo will still be open. Obviously, all human beings will be in all the cages, but there'll be an exhibit about the awful way animals were treated, like a sort of memorial thing, won't they? And then they'll, they'll go in the restaurant and they go, this is where the human beings came and who claimed they liked animals and ate animals. It's kind of it's sort of weird that you eat a beef burger in a, in a, in a zoo. It's sort of... I did it, I don't care. So it's, uh, it's fine. <laughs> 
Uh, we've, got some, uh, we've got some VIPs in uh, today. We've got Victoria Letts. Where I give, give us a whoop, Victoria. There she is. She should have a special hat, but you know, she's chosen not to wear it. And Colin Anderton is in, in there. He's got his hat on. Uh, there's also a replacement a VIP from someone who was meant to be the other week and didn't turn up who sent a, a proxy called Tom Sawyer, which doesn't seem very likely to me. But where are you, Tom? He's there, that's him there. I don't know if that is, maybe, maybe he didn't turn. Maybe that's the joke, he's just gonna keep not turning up. <laughs> Tom Sawyer, that's, not, that's a made up character. Uh, and uh, yeah, we, it's quite a double help in the next two, we've got a double helping of S&M for the next uh, two weeks. Because it's the initials of the guests. Uh, our, our guest this week uh, is probably best known for her work as a runner on the TV show Our Friends in the North. That is why we're. That's the most high profile thing she's been involved in. Will you please welcome Sarah Milligan, ladies and gentlemen? Sarah Milligan. Sarah Milligan. It's very nice. We just had a. Stop pretending we just met. I just told him we had a Chinese together. That was, uh, yeah, that was quite a nice introduction. I was bracing you. myself because it's you? normally worse. Well, you know, that's quite bad. I, I didn't know that you were what a runner. On. When, what were you, that was pretty... It is impressive. Why, you were a it's runner. It's not impressive. It is, I'm impressed. I don't run. You met... I was a walker. You met the people best. from our friends in the north in real life. Yeah. Who's it? Christopher Eccleston? Yeah, Daniel Craig. Oh, yeah. Mark Strong, Gina McKee. It was pretty one. good, wasn't it? Yeah, it was quite chock full, yeah. really, of awesome people. Do they remember you from being in that when you meet them I've now? I've not mentioned it. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember I got you a sandwich once? <laughs> no. Uh... But it was a really, it was a good thing to be on. It was really. Which of them was the biggest prick out of all the people in our friends and all? They were all really nice. Really? Daniel Craig had an excellent bum in jeans. That was one of my main memories. <laughs> I used to wait for him to walk ahead, so I could see his bum in jeans. Um, I, because I wasn't really. You say runner. I yeah. think oh, that was slightly higher level than I was. Right. Because I sort of volunteered my services. That sounds terrible, I've realised. <laughs> uh, I sucked them all off. No. I didn't get paid. I wasn't a paid runner because I couldn't drive. So they said they couldn't give me the job because I couldn't drive, but they could, like, I could kind of hang out and do some stuff for free. Right. And I just really wanted the expert because I wanted yeah. to be a, I wanted to work in film. I wanted to be like a film director at the time. Yeah. And I thought it would be a really good experience. And it was. It yeah. was, yeah. We need, we need a runner for uh, As It Occurs to Me if you want to hang Is out. Is it paid? You, you get, we'll give it 20 quid and a sandwich. Yeah, I'll do that. Pret them on, Jake. Do I have to get my own sandwich? You'll have to go and get the sandwiches, but we'll, no, pay, we'll, pay, we'll give you the money. <laughs> That's your job, though. You're the runner. That's what no, but so at least if I'm getting all the sandwiches, somebody could get my bloody sandwich. <laughs> no, it works. Do you want me to go out and get you a sandwich? Yes, please. Okay, I will. <laughs> Um, so it's nice to have you back. It's nice to be it's, back. I think everyone Hello. agrees. We, we talked four times, including Edinburgh, and everyone says it's 4-0 to me so far. Even you don't think that. That is what everyone has agreed. So that is. So we'll see. I'm going to take it a bit easy on you this time to give you a chance. <laughs> I always win. You know I always win. <laughs> we'll see what happens this time, though, because yeah. we, we socialised beforehand. We did. You didn't embarrass me massively in my introduction. No. So I think you might be softening. I've matured. Have you really? Yeah, I'm, I'm very mature Because you had a baby on the way last time. That's right, yes. I was worried about... Last time I was worried that I would die before my baby... I saw my baby's face. <laughs> now I've seen it enough. I'm, re I'm ready to go. <laughs> 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 to be fair, she is going to kill me uh, as she, well. She's going to kill you how? Well, because she's very tiring. I'm very old and she gets up early. Oh, she's going to... So in kind of a long... Like a low-level way, she's going to kill you. She's yeah. not gonna, it's not going to be well, like knifey-knifey. If she does do that, that would be a nice little bit to take out of the podcast and make into some kind of gif. <laughs> 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 
going to kill me. They would, yeah. I mean, you wouldn't, I'd be able to use it. We could all use it. You wouldn't be able to use it because you'd be dead. I would be dead, unfortunately. But, uh, I don't know. What are you scared of now, then? Um, everything. No, everything's <laughs> terrifying. The world's terrifying. It is. Oh, every and you brought of... a new one in, you idiot. I know. You brought a new person know, into this terrible, awful. terrible world. We've got a president who, I mean, the many, the American president of the many bad things. If he's still alive, which last time I printed, he wouldn't be by the time we're talking. So but apologies if Donald Trump is dead. <laughs> because uh, you, no, no, you weren't involved. No, I, just think, I don't think, because this is going out in January or February, I don't think it'll oh, make it that long. You don't, yeah. That's quite a long way off, isn't it? Is, it? Yeah. It's quite a long way off. So uh, if it's Pence instead, it's kind of worse. But Donald Trump doesn't believe, uh, he thinks that uh, climate change is uh, a hoax created by the Chinese. So that's quite worrying. That's out of all the things, that's quite a worrying thing. He's not going to do any of the uh, Paris agreements or stuff. So my daughter will be living underwater in 50 years' time. Oh, like in a, yeah. like in a under the sea, yeah. like in that sort of... Well, it's nearly my daughter living underwater <laughs> to the slaughter. <laughs> yeah, I finally got it when you did the slaughter, sorry. Uh, so you're worried about the, everything? Yeah, I do, but now you... I just, well, I always worried about everything anyway. So do you hark back to simpler times when you were just worried that you wouldn't see your baby's face before you died? Yeah, I sort of do. That was a nice oh, time. The good old days. <laughs> it, was a, it was a good old day. But I've seen her face. She's got a nice face, so I'm glad I did see it. Uh, but oh. you know, whenever you, just, you... You sound like you've just seen it the once. Whenever... <laughs> I feel like you might be a terrible father. The problem is, like, uh, either um, I die before her, which is... T- and I don't see how her life turns out, which is terrible, or she dies before I do, which is even worse. And those are the only two options. So it's quite hard to yeah, enjoy the... life anymore, because it's just... <laughs> knowing that's how it's going to go is awful. Is this the first time you've realised that that's, that's how life no, works? No, no, but it's... it's you suddenly <laughs> it realise... It took you to have a baby before you realised that at some point, people die. I want to see how it turns out for her, and it's, I'm not oh, going to, am I? But you know, it's not a sitcom. Wait, how it turns <laughs> out for her. I think she'll get quite a few series. You'll be fine. Yeah, I hope so. Um, so, yeah, so that's my, that's my changes. Have you got, you got some, any more pets? Uh, since I've got a dog since the last Have time. You? Yeah, I've got a dog. I've got a schnoodle. Uh, thanks. Uh, it's not a joke in itself, but thanks for laughing at the type of dog I have. Feels like that might be racist, whatever you laughed at there. <laughs> um, he's a, so it's a, sh- a schnauzer and a poodle combined. Mm. And he is very, it's a little chicky chappy. He's adorable. He's a rescue. Yeah. So it means any behavior that is sort of bad, we just blame it. Like, oh, he's a rescue. And they go, oh, that's okay that he shit in my hand. <laughs> people excuse anything if you say rescue. Yeah. It's almost a shame you can't say it about people. <laughs> he's a rescue. Um, yeah, so he's, uh, he's just, um, he's got a little, he's got a poorly foot at the minute because he, um, uh, he pulled it, one of his claws out in the garden. Not like Ooh, yeah. intentionally, he caught it on the thing. Yeah. And uh, so he's got a little boot on at the minute. And, and it's really bad that I shouldn't laugh. But it is hilarious because he's running with one sort of clumpy foot. And then most of the time he lifts it up in the air. When he sleeps, it's pointed up and it looks like he's doing a Nazi salute. (laughs) I mean, that might be his beliefs. I hope not, but it might be his beliefs. I've not questioned him on it. The dog claws grow back or is it stuck back on again? He pulled out like the whole nail, yeah, the nail bed. Sorry, everyone. Uh, He was, yeah, and it was at midnight on a Saturday night. My vet is amazing. They were like, we'll see you there in 15 minutes. (laughs) Thanks. Yeah, so he's all right now. He's been off his tits on uh, painkillers. It won't grow back, no. He's not um, like a Terminator. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Well, if you pull someone's nail out, they grow back, don't they? Not if it's the nail bed as well. She did, the vet did say, is it his left foreleg? And I just racking my brains because we call it an arm because <laughs> it's, it's at the front. <laughs> Arms, legs, hands, feet, nails. 
so yeah, he's, he's on the mend, but he's been off his tits on painkillers, yeah. so that's been quite entertaining. My cat died, so, you know, thanks for bringing up pets. Uh, <laughs> Did you, was your cat waiting to see your baby's face? <laughs> I think she was a bit put out that a baby arrived. And then just I don't killed herself. I know there are two things are connected, but you know, she, she's been alive for a while with uh, my, my daughter. So Did you, can you only look after one thing at a time? Is that no, I've got, I've got, it's part of it. I've got another cat, the other cat's doing oh, okay. Oh, okay, because you had two. You yeah, had not two replaced cats, one really got, quickly. No, we've only got one. How is the other one managing? Well, he seems all right. He is very stupid. They're rescue cats also. But they were very inbred. That was the... Uh, oh. the someone had br- tried to breed a beautiful black and a beautiful white cat. And they got a... Be- they're nice-looking cats, but one of them... The white cat is very stupid and deaf. And the black cat had a heart condition. Oh. Uh, so uh, the... Uh, he, so you got the stupid one left? The stupid one is left, which is... You know, if I had to choose, I would have killed him. <laughs> <laughs> If I'd had to watch one of them be put down, yeah, I, would, I was going to say. I'd have preferred to watch him be put down. It's interesting. You choose your choice of vocabulary that you didn't say. If I chose for one of them to die, uh, yeah. you said I would kill him, <laughs> implying that you did kill the well, other you have one. To, you sort of do kill them because you know you have to. No, out, you don't, out, Richard. Well, you do. You give the order to go. The, the mango. Order? <laughs> the, but they inject them with a. You, with yeah, too much. putting it out of its misery. Yeah. yeah, but you don't give an order <laughs> for a man or a the, woman the with a needle. Goes, are you ready? Do the killing now! That's what I said. <laughs> Kill it now! Why are you crying, Katie? It's fine. Kill it! You got another cat, haven't you? <laughs> so oh, I'm yeah, very he's sad all, about your cat. I think That's... he's doing all right. You've got good names, your cats. What are they called? Well, Smithers is the living yeah, yeah. one, and Lionel is the dead one. Oh, that's sad. Named after that the, uh, named after the uh, Thundercat. Well, I'm glad you said that because I couldn't think of anything other than Thundercat that it might be named after. Yeah. All or of the, the other lionos, could you know. be their floor, like the kitchen lino. Because <laughs> <laughs> I did just call it lino in the end. Lino. It just became, it just became lino. Uh, but yeah. So yeah, I'm, 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 I'm over. I'm getting on with it. Uh, but you know, let's not talk about uh, cats. Uh, but let's talk about gorillas because I was met. I met a gorilla this week, and I you fancy gorillas. I fancied I one. I don't fancy all of them. Well, okay, that's much that's much better than <laughs> it is. I'm selective. <laughs> there was one very in at Bristol Zoo. Oh yeah. And it just sort of gave me the eye. Okay. And I properly fancied it. And then I thought, I bet he's good at sex. <laughs> don't you think? And I like well, a hairy man. Yeah. I've sort of ticked uh, a few boxes. Gorillas have quite small penises because uh, they're that's one of the things I learned doing Talking Cock. It's not something I've They've got small penises. They've got small penises comparatively, yeah. Compa- to them or to compared to you? Compared, well, every animal compared to me. <laughs> that's, that's just, the blue whale is looking at me going, I wish I had that. I wish I was packing something like that. Uh, but yeah, they're, they're kind of... Because it's something to do with fidelity and how faithful things are, how big their testicles are and how big their genitals oh, really? are. Yeah. I should read I think your book, the gorilla, I? I, think the gorilla, I, might, I might be getting this wrong, but I think gorillas are quite a faithful animal. So therefore it can have a... It can have a so rubbish penis. So does that mean that, that you're not faithful? <laughs> yeah, that means I'm unfaithful. Yeah, I've got know. enormous testicles. <laughs> do, do, you, do you think that's a, a good thing for a woman you, to hear? Do you not? It's full of, full of potential more beautiful babies. <laughs> I feel like he's offering, do you? <laughs> Actually, you might be able to help me. Yeah, I like okay, wearing... Yeah. No, no, not like, not like that! Okay. I, I, I put my jeans 
on today, and I'm slightly yeah. worried what this bit's for. <laughs> so they fit around the top, and yeah. they fit on the legs-ish, but I don't... Is this for, is this for my massive testicles that <laughs> I should have? Be. I don't know what the... Am I missing something? Am well, I supposed to have bigger labia than what I have? <laughs> I mean, there are bits of me that are too big, but it, it would be good to know that something was too small. <laughs> I'm confused. I had one. I remember at school being on a school bus, a trip to France, and I was wearing some uh, brown sort of chino-y things. Nice. And they had that coming up yeah. like that, and I was very embarrassed because it was... Did it look like you had an erection? Well, well it, it looks like you had an erection, or it looks like you've got no genitals. It? <laughs> <laughs> one of the, one of, either the space where your genitals are meant to be Sh- Should empty. be, was empty. Yeah. Just vacated. Yeah. So maybe what you said before was all rubbish then. All right, say, do you want me to get it out and prove it? Is that what you want? I was going to say all bollocks, but that doesn't yeah. help. That bit's bollocks down there. I'm touching them now. Oh, no, I don't want to I look. am touching look. the testicles now. Don't look, shield your eyes. And the Thank penis you. is nice more lady. in this area. And then look, I've got all that sort of there. Look, that's yeah, what's it for? That's Does anybody know what it's for? Does anybody in the room... Just for the podcast listeners, uh, <laughs> Richard was pretending to wank his uh, substantial, apparently, cock. Pretending? Oh, was I pretending? <laughs> perfect crime. <laughs> it was the per- you, you, you seem to me like a man who couldn't stop. Stop wanking? Yeah. Yeah. Once you started. <laughs> you can't just or have even, a little... Even after I've finished. A li- I can't oh. stop. <laughs> Let's keep going till the next one comes along. <laughs> <laughs> in the old days, it was, uh, when I was a younger man, now, you know, it takes a little while to get... Have a get, breather. You have to take a run-up to get there. <laughs> and then once it's over, it's thanks very much. See you, to, see you in 24 hours. <laughs> see you tomorrow. <laughs> see you tomorrow. See you tomorrow for more of my penis. Have you got any questions? Yeah, I have. <laughs> I thought we should talk about... Um, just getting the flirting out of this start, starting with this is what he flirting. thinks is flirting it's yeah. hilarious oh, is it a good job he's married that he's not he's off the market now so that all the women are safe yeah. you grew up in South Shields I did um, which did you know in South Shields William Woodhave was from South Shields and he was the potentially the inventor of the lifeboat though there is some debate about whether he actually was is there some debate yeah Someone else claims that they're the inventor of the lifeboat. Was it you? No. No? William Woodhave, that's his name, William Woodhave. Yeah, there's a boat. Is there? The, yeah, and there's, there was Woodhave House was, um, I think, some kind of benefits agency right. building as well, I think. Can't really remember. It's a long time ago. Since well, he been. maybe invented the lifeboat. He did you know... <laughs> Is that what it says, it says on the back? <laughs> maybe he invented the lifeboat. Possibly he did. Uh, <laughs> do you remember the trolley bus that used to be in South Shields? No. no 41, it's... love. Not oh, as no. old as you. It, was, it stopped in 64. Oh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I just added 11 years did onto your, my life. Did your family ever ride on the trolley bus? In they, did, they don't talk about it now, no. like in, in wistful ways. No. What no. is a trolley bus? I think it's, um, it's like a bigger version of a trolley that you'd get in Asda. Okay. So it goes up and down the street, yeah. but you just everybody has to just climb up the side yeah. and then sit in like a big open space together. Yeah. There's a bit at the front as well for the babies. Okay. And then a giant man or woman pushes you along the street. Sweet. I can see why that went out of fashion. Yeah, it's ridiculous, really. Good. Did you like South Shields? Is it all right? <laughs> yeah, it is nice. It's on the seafront, which is yeah. nice. 
I didn't know your dad was worked. Well, he wasn't a miner, but he worked in the mines. Electrical engineer yeah. in the mines, yeah. And so you were the miner strike. Hit yeah, I was family. nine. Yeah. So you were in, you you were getting extra food at dinner time at school and stuff like this. Yeah, though. we got um the there was only two girls in my year who had dads and who worked down the pit, so we always got because I was on free we owned free dinners and we got extra dinners because it was sort of unlikely that we get much when we got home because yeah. there wasn't many you know any money so um, but we also got cuddles off dinner ladies which yeah it was sort of worth the minus strike <laughs> Uh, no, it was, um, dinner ladies have always got cracking arms, haven't they? Good, it's off, you know, all the mashing, isn't it? <laughs> and they usually got good arms, so they must swap it over, because you don't want to have one big mashing arm, do you? And then one really skinny arm. So they must be, like, ambidextrous on the mashing, I think. I've thought about this too much, I think. Um, but yeah, I used to get uh, cuddles off the dinner ladies, because they just felt sad for us. We didn't, we were having, like, when you're a kid, yeah. it's... Like, we had some fun. It wasn't all sort of miserable. I think it just, we, I think it kind of brings the family closer together and all of those things. Um, and we did, what else did we do? We went on holiday. I went on the only holiday I'd ever had without my sister. My sister's older, so obviously she was always bloody there. And, but then my sister was taken away with um, some of, uh, it was sort of, there was a bit of money. The sort of French miners paid for some of the, French, the British kids to go over really? and have a holiday. And yeah. my sister was old enough for her name to be put in the hat, and then she got to go. So she went skiing, and I was too young, so I was only nine. So I went to Carlisle, <laughs> camping, what the fuck, uh, with my mum and dad, and had probably one of the best holidays of my life, because I, I had their sole attention, which is all I really want, is people's attention. Uh, so yeah, we, there was some fun in amongst all of the kind of sad. Yeah. It's all kind of been covered up, though, and there was a thing in the paper today about how the... All oh, was the, there? Well, all the, the Conservatives aren't allowing the, the papers saying what they actually were doing to... You know, the, oh, right. the Times passed, it's about 30 years ago, isn't it? Yes, oh God, it's 30, 32 years yeah, ago. Yeah. yeah, I think there, there comes a point where those papers are meant to be released, but they're not releasing them because oh, really? they'd I have to admit that. that they were all evil and doing... Mm. Well, I just, I, I kind of remember it as a nine-year-old, so I remember stuff that happened to me rather than what was actually happening to my parents. And, um, like, the, the various sort of supermarkets around decided they were going to give us some free stuff. Yeah. So the... Uh, I think it was Presto or maybe Hinton's at the time, <laughs> which then became Safeway all the way along. Uh, they gave us sort of tins and stuff uh, that were bashed and also um, bread and things for the end of day, sort of pastries and things. And uh, and then Marks and Spencer's decided to join in and they gave us uh, 13 trays of avocados. <laughs> <laughs> and not a single miner knew what the fuck they were supposed to do with them. And, uh, and we were like, do we eat the skin? Do we peel them? What do we do? Do they go in soup? I don't, I have no idea. Uh, so that was kind of, they wanted to help, but they didn't. That's a lot of space. I think they were yeah. over-ordering on their avocados <laughs> to have 13 trays spare. Yeah. Was there a big mark of a, even in the affluent parts of South Shields, for avocados no, in no. whatever No, I think they might have even turned them down. Nobody yeah. knew what to do with them. We'd well, I remember avocados before. arriving, you know, So because I'm, I'm old enough to... I remember, remember them arriving? I remember a time before. I remember the ship coming in. <laughs> Did you wave it in? Yeah. <laughs> the avocados have arrived. What are they? I don't know. <laughs> Whenever it was, it was about that time, avocados suddenly started appearing in shops. And, yeah. then, and that was in a sophisticated middle-class dinner party was half an avocado with some vinaigrette in it. Really? Yeah, that was what you did with them. So I could have come and showed you what you did with them. You could have done. Yeah. You could, that would have been... How old were you in 19... 
84. I was about uh, 17. You would have been, yeah, you could have come yeah. and been the one that showed us how to use that, avocado. That could, I could have helped out the minor <laughs> yeah. strike. Yeah, I mean, the, the I could have helped out the minor strike. I'm not sure <laughs> that would have helped that much, but we would have eaten more, which was nice. So you were on this morning, this morning? I was on this morning, Who this morning. Who is best at interviewing me or Philip Schofield? Uh, at interviewing? Yeah. Well, you, I get longer on this. Yeah. I got eight minutes on this morning. Did what did, what did uh, Philip Schofield ask you about? We talked about my dog, and we talked about messes I make in hotels. We talked about my DVD, which is out today. I'll tell him about messes. <laughs> get Philip Schofield on, I'll tell him about messes I've made in hotels. Oh. <laughs> I did, I told you this, I, I was once sitting up in a hotel bed in a Premier Inn. Oh, I shouldn't say that, should I? Yeah, you in can, a, yeah, can it doesn't I? matter. Yeah. And, and I, I mean, they're not going to pay us for it, but, you know. Okay. In a relatively budget hotel that's kind of purple Say what you like. Lenny Henry uh, Premier Inn and uh, I sat up and as I pulled my head away from the headboard <laughs> some of my hair stuck to the headboard <laughs> I know I just kept thinking it was jam <laughs> they don't allow jam in the rooms it wasn't jam it was spaff wasn't it <laughs> but I just let it dry brushed it out off we go <laughs> You know, no, that's what you know. You don't know that's what you do. <laughs> okay. I mean, you sort of wonder with hotel because occasionally you see hotels that aren't clean or a bit of it isn't clean. I yeah. discussed recently the bogey on the shower curtain of the travel lodge in oh. Cambridge, but then it makes you wonder. Well, you know, you find something under the bed sometimes, and so like if you, you have to sort of I forget to, it, don't you? You have yeah. to blank out what might be. And on never the, take on the... one of those sort of CSI UV lights no. <laughs> because there's just it's up the walls. Uh, I. I had a friend who used to put a pube on the bath when he first went into a hotel room and then go and complain and then he'd get it cheaper. <laughs> they never did a DNA test to find out whose pube it was. It's quite a good tip, that, isn't it? It's quite a good tip. Uh, my, I was once in a hotel with my now husband and there was old man pants under the bed. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then old man in the wardrobe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there was an old man hey, in the pants. Where are my pants? <laughs> I can't leave the room. I've got I'm my cold. <laughs> <laughs> so your second marriage is still going all right? Yeah, how's yeah, yours? Still, yeah, good. Well, my, I'm on my first, so, you know, it's that. Uh, I've, uh, never, I've never been I divorced. I managed to find two people who wanted to marry me. <laughs> Yeah, That's how I turn. I, I make it positive. By doing that. <laughs> I won't. Stop I won't gloat too much because I'm hanging on by my fingernails at the moment. But I, it's. Uh... <laughs> no, What's you're it? not. What's it like being married to a comedian? It must be fun. You must be laughing all the time. You're married to another comedian. It must be hilarious. Has anybody yeah. ever asked your wife that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Uh, I. Uh, yeah, we are. It's fun. We are funny. Yeah. Same as you and yours, though. You're the same situation. No, sure we're not. We're not. Are you not funny? She doesn't find me funny at all. Does she not? No. What does she find you? I don't know. I don't know what she, I don't know what she likes she in just, me at all. She sometimes doesn't even find you. She just leaves you. I don't. I don't watch it. She, she. I think she's just perverted and. Um, fancies me for some reason but no. you know she just you know it's difficult when you're with someone it'll be your massive bollocks actually it might be the bollocks but how does she love know? a big pair of balls don't we girls <laughs> somebody clapped there <laughs> was that just the sound of bollocks clapping together it's like mine are so big if you were teabagging me it's like if I was teabagging like, you <laughs> it would, they go like that round your chin they'd be, they'd be castanets banging against each other around. What a lovely image. Never really liked castanets. Um, no, she, she's, yeah, I think she's fine. She's, yeah. She's, I, don't know, I don't know why my wife's married to me, but... 
You don't need to know. No. Never ask why, Richard. I think you just stick with it, don't you, as well? I yeah. Because, I mean, you didn't the first time, but once you... Yeah, <laughs> no, no, no. Just think, no, I did. I did. He was the one that fucked yeah, up. That's fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, you know, you sort of think it's been more hassle than it's worth to go, wouldn't it? Well, I gave it another go. Yeah. I think this one's more worth it, yeah. to be honest. My mum did say when I first, she first met my husband now, she said, oh, try to hold on to this one. <laughs> <laughs> and I am, I'm holding on, because he's a good one. I've got he's a, a good, he's a good one. He's a really good one this time. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he'll, be, he'll do all right. Good, I'm glad you're still all right together. Let, let, keep, let, keep me up to date. If we, um, <laughs> if we get, uh, just let me, if it's, going, if it's starting to go on the slide, let me know. Okay. You know, I'm, I'm happy to step in, that's what I'm saying. Oh, it's nice to have if a my, backup, isn't if it? Mine's, if mine's going downhill, you know, just like, if it's speeding if downhill, I could down, just jump across. If we're both going downhill at the same time, yeah, yeah. then we yeah. could coincide. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That'd be nice. Um, Maybe I'll have to start learning to love castanets. <laughs> <laughs> I'll ask you uh, some new emergency questions. I asked oh, you some backstage. You did. My computer keeps on going off. Is that. this your new DVD? That's my new DVD, Happy oh. Now, yeah. You can, Is you this... Can, uh... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't... Mine don't go in the shops like yours do, though, so that's... Do you want me to put one in there? I could put one in an HMV for <laughs> okay, you. Okay, that'd be nice. Yeah, put in HMV because be, you can sell them for a lot in there. 25 quid on HMV, can't you? They're not 25 uh, quid. How old are you? They're not 25 quid. I know, but that's in HMV. They mark it up, don't they? Because they can't. Yeah, but they're not. Nobody you would go into buy a, it for you go, 25 You go into quid. HMV to see what's there and then you buy it online, don't you? That's the, that's the basic. Yeah. That's the, it's a little window shop for the internet. Saves you going outside. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Um, oh, no, you are outside. <laughs> you could look on the HMV website and then go and buy it somewhere else. That doesn't work, though. That's just... If you had to live out the rest of your life being either Toby Young or Dom Jolly, <laughs> would you just kill yourself now? I've not met either of them, to be fair. Yeah. Oh, God, that's really hard. Yeah. Um... What methods do I have to kill myself? What options oh. are there? <laughs> the usual options. Just the usual options. Let's not go into those. <laughs> I don't know. No. What was that? Kill death by testicle, did somebody say? It's a tough choice. Don't maybe Dom Jolly? Yeah, he'd kill you. Does, does sex with a robot count as cheating if the robot is an exact copy of your partner in looks and personality? Well, why are you bothering then? Well, because a compliment does, to your partner. It's like does you're, your you're robot away. do different things to your partner? <laughs> no, it'd be the same. Just the same things yeah. to your partner? But your partner goes away and you go, while you're away, I'll make love to an exact copy of you. It's kind of So romantic. your partner knows? Yeah. You tell your partner's given consent? Yeah then that's fine, that's yeah. not cheating. Would it be a bit of a waste of having a sex robot? Yeah, because <laughs> it should definitely be somebody else who does dirtier things. Okay, and what if the sex... Shouldn't it? Oh, I'd like you to do less than my partner, please. <laughs> please just cuddle me. What? I think robot cuddlers would be really rubbish because they're cold, aren't they? They'd be warm. Could you cover one in, like, fuzzy felt? If you could cover a robot in fuzzy felt, that would be worth spooning. The new, the new ones promise there's some coming out next year that costs £12,000. I haven't researched this. Uh, from a company called Abyss. Uh, Why did you just uh, get a prostitute? <laughs> well, £12,000 and they have vibrating warm genitalia. What? But the rest of them is called 
You're doing, he's doing just for the podcast <laughs> listeners, he's doing kind of a hand vagina thing. Like a seeing enemy. That. So warm, vibrating genitalia, yeah. but the rest of them is cold. And the, and the, and the robot can talk. They'd say, oh yeah, go on. Mm. Mm. Is, is the robot programmed to always enjoy? <laughs> I don't know. Or can the robot sometimes go, oh no, I've got another episode of this box there. <laughs> Fuck off. Well, for me, £12,000 for I, warm, vibrating yeah. genitalia. Well, I think what I enjoyed when I was single was the, was the chase. It was the seduction rather than necessarily... The, it was like, you know... That. Do you want to chase a robot? I don't want, I, it was like, I think if, if the robot's definitely going to have sex with you, I don't think that's that exciting a prospect. So I think you need a robot that you can chat up and then it might just go, no, mate, sorry. You go, I spent £12,000, should have been better chatting me up. Yeah, Not interested. I think you might just need a robot that can run. <laughs> and then you could just run after it. Yeah. That's just a, a very basic definition of the word chase. Okay. What I, about the robot that looks exactly like your partner? What if it's an exact copy of them, what they looked like 10 years ago when you first met them? Oh, no, because then I would feel really old and fat. Because I like that we're aging and putting weight on at the same yeah. speed. Oh, so it would make you feel bad to see yeah. them being young? I'd feel like a fucking house. Yeah. If they were, like, young and sort of slim and... Yeah. No, I don't no. think Gary was ever that slim. <laughs> I don't remember you ever being that fucking slim. <laughs> but we all had Stuart Lee to compare him to. <laughs> we don't anymore, so we don't know how fat he is. I should, I've seen him, you should get him back. Uh, it's about to be looking pretty good. I think... Uh, no, I think I wouldn't want somebody who was... in young, who wants to have sex with somebody? Oh, you do, don't you? Look at your face. <laughs> I like men in their... F oh, I'm going to say I like men in their 40s. You're in your 40s. I didn't Only mean just. all men. Oh, that's all right then. <laughs> yeah, I don't, wouldn't want to go out with a 30-year-old. Oh, no. 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 So, no, I'll just stick to the one I've got. Is that an option? Yeah, that's yeah? all right. That's Thanks. allowed. Um, I'll, do, I'll, do, I'll, do, I'll ask you this question. This is a popular new question. If you had to do a human centipede with two other people... <laughs> you this doesn't in, happen on this morning. You, <laughs> you are in the middle of the centipede. Well, which two you've got people? To get the maximum benefit. Yeah, which two people? So who would be for you and who would be behind you? So whose shit would I eat? Yes. That's and who's, who would I like to eat my shit? Yeah. You've got the basic gist of the question. Well, I had... <laughs> I've not seen the film, but I've read the reviews. <laughs> I think I'd like an old school bully to eat my shit. Is that right? Yeah. And whose shit would I eat? Schofield, Philip Schofield. Yeah, that'd be nice. I've loved him since I was 13. Yeah. I don't think there's anything he'd do that wouldn't make me love him. I think his poo might be quite fruity still as well. Fruity? I do you think he eats uh, quite healthily? Yeah, I think it might come out quite you know, fruity. Slightly decaying fruit. I yeah. Think my school bully would have a horrible time because I've got terrible IBS. <laughs> it's a good job she'd be sewn on because she wouldn't get to it quick enough otherwise. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> have you ever encountered your school bully or have you looked her up on Facebook or anything? No. No. I do talk about her in my new DVD that's out now. Oh. Uh, in a, yeah, yeah. So, uh, no, I haven't. There's no need. I didn't, I didn't like her then, so I'm not going to like her now. It's sort of weird, though, with the bully. The bully thing, I think, is because everyone was bullied and probably everyone <laughs> bullied someone without really realising. Do you think everybody was bullied? 
I think probably Is it most just because you're taking it from your <laughs> audience? <laughs> it might be from my audience. <laughs> no offence, I'm in the some, same gang. In some situation in your... You know, I was watching The Secret Life of Four-Year-Olds the other day and, like, kids are just horrible to each other and then nice to yeah. each other and then horrible to each other. So it depends how I sensitive you I are. I don't think I bullied anybody. No. Did anybody here think that they didn't bully anybody? Yes. I reckon. One person. <laughs> Thank few, you. You and I are the best people in the room, Flower. Lord, so you all bullied somebody? I think you probably did. I mean, I think most people were to some extent and you might not necessarily... Your bully might not remember that yeah, you bullied yeah, her. Do you think, exactly. she would, do you think she'll no, remember no, no. that you bullied I think, uh, I, No, I think you're absolutely right in that. I think that people will say, oh, you behaved this way and you didn't think it was bad at the time or so bad at the time. No, I get that. Yeah. I hope I didn't bully anybody. I certainly didn't intend to. No. I mean, I do it now, just mostly you, though. It's mainly me. But I, you know, I think you do, because... But it's so weird as a kid, but as an adult as well, people are trying to get into cliques and they're trying to be... Friend, you know, you try to be friends yeah. with people, so if you see weakness... I think as kids, they see weakness and then, you know, they'll pounce on that. So I, you know, and as a comedian, you can go two ways. You're either protecting yourself or you can sometimes be a bit cruel to somebody else in order to... Yeah. Distance yourself from them. It's well, so, well, Donald Trump works on that kind of deflection, and he's mm. a bully. He works on that deflection thing. He'll basically, whatever the other... So, like, this week in the Hamilton thing, cast thing happened mm. where Pence was booed by some of the audience of Hamilton, and, and Trump has the audacity to go, this is very bad behaviour. After all this stuff's come out about him, you know, doing an impression of a disabled person... Yeah. But also he implied that it was the cast that had behaved badly, yeah, yeah. and the cast had no. been very... Uh, gracious from mm -hmm. what I've read anyway um, well yeah so but it's, that's typical that's typical kind of bully behaviour yeah, yeah, is to yeah. go this is your fault and, and to deflect mm. off to go this, these other people are doing this stuff not me it's a, a, you know, a lot of adults use that deflection technique mm. pointing out right. the, the things that the room within them they try to pretend other people have them rather than them I, I don't think I'm as complicated as that no, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying you <laughs> your new DVD it's called Outsider it is and why is it called an, is it an outsider in terms of uh, in what uh, well, firstly, because I'm outside more. That's right. the most basic way. Uh, it's really smart. Because um, I used to be, I never liked being, out, I wasn't outdoorsy at all, I was very indoorsy. I would rather be in with a book than out sort of walking. And then when we moved to the countryside, I sort of realised why people like going outside, because it's really pretty. Yeah. And also because I've got a dog and he needs emptying a lot. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, we just tried not feeding him. Because we thought that would be easier. Um, but um, no, he's. So we get to go on nice walks with him, and I just realised it. So quite a lot of the sort of the first bit is about being outside and just enjoying being outside. And then there's stuff about being an outsider. And I think most comics, I think you would probably agree that we're all a bit on the periphery. Yeah. So because everybody else was going to a party and we weren't invited, and then we eventually write stand up about how we weren't invited to the party. Uh, so I think, yeah, it's kind of both sides of what an outsider is. Sure, sure. Good. I've not made it sound hilarious, I've realised. <laughs> There's jokes. So it's There's mainly just like you walking around outside. Picking up shits. <laughs> yeah, picking up shits outside while crying about being an outsider at school. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's the gist. Good. Um, I will, I'm going to buy a copy of it. You don't need to. I'll do swapsies if you like. Okay, I'd cool. like to see your last one. Because yeah. a lot of the other ones were quite sort of grumpy. <laughs> and then it's nice that this one's sort of happy. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. we'll see, we'll see, yeah. Yeah, I haven't seen this one. I didn't get to see it on tour, so, I'd, okay. yeah, I'll do swapsies with you. Oh, that's nice, that's good. Um, and, uh, I'm, I, well, I'm meant to be moving to the countryside. I just found out today, I'm very angry. Yeah. I just found out today the people who were buying the house have just pulled out of us buying the house, which is very, very annoying. I'm amazed I'm holding it together. Did they so Google well. you? Uh, no, they, well, they, actually, she did when I was, when I was looking around the house, she did. She said, I think I know you from somewhere, I said, yeah, I'm a comedian. And then as I was looking around the second time, she Googled me and said, oh, I, yeah, I found you on the internet. Uh, she didn't seem you to mind You were Stuart Lee's little friend. 
but so is that no, why they've not? It's not why they've no, not I don't think it's, the team. Well, I don't know what they've got a reason why, and I'm not sure it's. But it's annoying because we were progress, we were progressing to the point that I was cancelling things in you know in our house and. Uh, and it was nearly happening. And, but so also then, you and then you're ready, you've imagined yourself in that house and then it's gone. Yeah, but then you'll get, because that happened to me. Yeah. It's not a brilliant story, but it happened to me. And then I had, uh, so I got to the point where I'd paid for the survey and all of that sort of stuff. And then uh, they, they, I walked away because they were starting to try and milk me dry. So I walked away and then I was gutted. But then like a month later, I started looking again and I found the place I've got now, which is much nicer. So you will find somewhere nicer. What if I find somewhere that isn't as nice? Don't buy that one. Okay. <laughs> you don't have to buy the first house you see. Oh, Just I'm keep looking and I'm you'll find another one that you both like. But, uh, yeah, I mean, that is yeah. lovely. Well, hopefully, it was sort of interesting because we're going to be like in a little country, in a little village, and you don't know whether, you know, we don't know whether. I was kind of, I'd kind of got my head around doing that and I was quite looking forward to having a garden. You can do that again. You can I'm, get, I'm sure we will, not, yeah. That's not the only house not, that's got a garden. Yeah, my wife's very picky though. She's a very choosy she's woman. Not, that's I why, mean, she's not that choosy. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe she is on houses because she's not elsewhere. That's me. She's lovely. She's got good taste in most things. Uh, <laughs> you'll find... No, you will. And you'll, it'll be better. And no, you'll no, be, no, I'm never going to... We've been doing it for two years. I'm so I'm fed up of Shepherd's yeah. Bush. Yeah. Well, where you are now is not a nice place, but you will... <laughs> no, I don't mean geographically. I mean, it's... Yeah, you'll find somewhere better. Yeah. Won't you find somewhere better? Yeah, is this happen to anybody else? No, no, no. <laughs> if I, yes, you know, but it's going on so long, I might not. You know, I'll be too old to enjoy it. Well, the other day, interesting. Oh my inter- God, you're you so know, fucking dramatic. In, uh, this is an interesting. How old are you? This is an interesting. Are you 49? Forty-nine years. Oh, that's very old. You've Here's got a good two or three years left in you. <laughs> We'll see. You uh, your massive bonnets. Here's an interesting... Uh, like I've had all sorts of things happen in my house which, you know, won't help me sell it. Like someone did a shit in the front... Uh, the, by the g- gate. I had to, and I had it's to, still there? No, well, I had to clear... I had to clear up the uh, human shit. Well, you, how do you know it was human? You could tell. Oh, did you, you can tell, my friend. Did you watch you them do it? Um, was it, it was not definitely just a massive a dog? Poop. It was... No, it was definitely... A, it was the way... It, the way it fell on the wall was, uh, was enough. <laughs> Yeah, they they, were, they pooed like on the wall in uh, my. And but then the other thing. Did they just stick left it there? The just, 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 just. We don't need to know about the, the massive poo. This is another moral dilemma from Shepherd's Bush. Our, our house goes. There's a basement. So and outside the basement, there's like a little sort of shed thing. Like so, you go you go down. If you're on the outside, you go down, and there's a little thing where there's the drains are basically right. Okay. So there's a little door. You open up the mm-hmm. drains. There's a tiny little room, and uh, a homeless person slept in there the other day. My wife, my wife came down early in the morning, and then they saw this woman looking in the window, and then this woman ran away. God, that's weird, isn't it? And, but then, do I lock that door and not let the homeless woman sleep in my house, or do I, How? or do I uh, allow her to sleep in the terror in a fucking drain, <laughs> or do I say, so do I say, sad. come and live in my house? Because when this you, is awful. When you buy your new house, yeah. could you leave her your could, old house? Uh, yeah, I could give her the and whole house. And then she could have the rest of the house. I could do up the, the I, could, I could do up the drain. Do up. <laughs> was it her that did the shit? No, well, I don't think it was. It was because that was a while ago. But then that's the other thing, isn't it? What's she doing? It's fine. And then just think, well, then where she's gonna? I mean, she's pooing in the drain, probably. As long as she lifts I the cover, if she lifts the cover off, and poo, but then when she falls well, down the drain, when she's doing the poo. Well, it's a proper drain. It. She could fall into. Oh, it's into. not just like a drain. No, like it's like this. the manhole cover there, so you oh. can lift up the manhole cover, 
poo Spot in that. The then she falls in. I don't go down there ever. I come down trying to sell the house. Someone's looking around. There's a skeleton of a homeless person, a pooing how, skeleton. How many years is it going to be before you poo? <laughs> that she's turned time. into a skeleton. It could be a long time. But also, if she's squatted on the edge of the man, like lift of the man, that's the best position you're supposed to be in to do a poo, isn't is it? it? Yeah. Like in a sort of squatting position. Yeah. So she'll have cracking bowels. Okay. <laughs> and that's a nice thing. You what can would give you someone... do? Would you let the homeless person carry on living in that room? Would you lock it so they couldn't get in again? Or would you let them live in your house with you and your wife and your child? I wouldn't do the last one. Because they're a stranger. That's not because they're homeless, because they're a stranger. Yeah. I would probably leave it unlocked. Would you? Yeah. Because mm. what harm is she doing? She might go, you know, might go feral, start attacking. Like maybe she might be like a try. It's like I have to walk I'm not over. Sure her. what you think I'd about homeless walk... people, but they're not <laughs> wild. I'd have to walk along the path every day. She'd be out there going, maybe be like so... a troll. Answer me this question, or you can't come in. But these, this is the kind of questions you ask me. <laughs> Could you befriend her? No, well. She hasn't come back again, so it's, 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 it's all right. I think she's got my maybe wife she, scared her away. Maybe she Googled you. <laughs> <laughs> she might be giving me a review on some B and B Airbnb or something. <laughs> it's very poor drain. <laughs> I mean, that's awful. That, but that's so awful that someone. But my bowels are great. <laughs> it's so awful to think about that's someone. That's so sad. She pulled in some like leaves and some, like branches and stuff. Just put a blanket in there. Well, I don't really, but I don't really want her to sleep in there either. <laughs> I don't know what the answer is. No, it's weird, weird isn't it? Yeah. Um, Sorry, I didn't make homeless people funny for you. No, I didn't. It's, it was not, wasn't meant to be funny. It was meant to be. Okay. Uh, it was meant to be very much a, like a, a moral, moral dilemma. dilemma. Yeah. So I've looked you up on YouGov. There's a YouGov. Uh, oh. I look, before I looked you up on Dirty Britcom Confessions, but nothing has changed there. Oh, uh, I've not got any new ones. I don't think so. No. Oh, I feel sad. Uh, but, but I don't think they're taking new, uh, new. Not that I've put loads in and they've been rejected. But I don't, I don't think they're all about you. Um, there's a YouGov thing which gives you your typical fan of. of you can put oh. your, you put in your name, and then it all. It's done a survey of your fans, and actually, what it is is it'll tell you the thing that makes them different than everyone else. Oh, uh, but your. This is nice. My fans watch uh, less than one hour of television a week. Really? Yeah. Your fans watch 31 to 35 hours of television. <laughs> my fans are the same as me. Your, uh, their favourite food, my, usually this is something quite weird, their favourite food is chocolate cake. <laughs> I could tell you all of this. <laughs> you don't need to look this up. And their job, they all work in translation and interpreting. Did you know that? All of them? Yeah. <laughs> it feels like that's quite niche. Yeah. Why do yours only watch less than one hour I of television? I can't believe that's true. But Is it quite because they're consuming all of the other things that you've made for them, all of the <laughs> podcasts and DVDs? There's no... You, weirdly, your fans are the only ones that I've seen in which you were their favourite personality. That's, that's kind of quite odd. Oh. Usually the favourite person I like... Is the favourite TV show is your TV show and the, fa the favourite Twitter feed is your Twitter feed. Usually, usually it's not the person that So they normally about. have like, a, like another person that they love but then you're their favourite comic or I don't know what you mean. Well, it just... It, so it, what were yours? What the, were their favourite... I can probably find out quickly. Hold on. Richard Herring. Okay, here's me. Here's this is you. what it's like. Mm -hmm. so, Fans no, of no Richard Herring, yeah. Oh, it's not... There it is. That's my, that's my oh. fan. They live in London. They're very left-wing. They work in construction. <laughs> Do you? 
<laughs> no. They've got a thousand pounds or more to spend, haven't you, every week? You lot, well done. Good work. Buy my fucking DVD. <laughs> They're 40 to 54. Yeah, so then, like, so on, online, they would, they, you know, they would go to... Oh, it's taking its time, isn't it? There you go. Peep Show, Radiohead, and Jim will paint it. <laughs> And Jim will fix it, <laughs> I think it might be worse. I think that no. might be a Jimmy Savile. Do you not know what Jimmy painted is? Is it Jimmy Savile injecting paint no. into his testicles and then masturbating over dead bodies? No. That's what I'm imagining it is. Do you know? Do you know I don't know what it is. Jim will paint it as ace. Do you is know Jim will paint it? Yeah, it's really good, isn't it? It's really good. Um, it's, uh, I don't know much about the person that does it, but um, I imagine he's called Jim. Yeah. Uh, but you can send in any, anything that you want. You can see you want to see you with your massive bollocks yeah. sort of shitting up a wall. Yeah. And he'll do an illustration of that. Okay. And then, I mean, I wouldn't ask for that. That's your fan. Look at, the, look at your fan. How cool is she? That head, is not my headphones, fan. Headphones, one of those tall hats. 24? Just very slightly to the left of centre. Work in translation. They've got less than £125 a week this Spend it all on those fucking headphones, that's why. <laughs> and so then you go to entertainment and, and an entertainment Sarah Millican television programme. I think that might mean that people who like you are the only people who like you. <laughs> I can't work out if that's an insult or a compliment. That's all right, though. It's a bit of both. It means that they're loyal. Look, Sarah Millican, on... top, t- top page oh. Sarah Millican. Sarah Millican at Sarah Millican 75. Eurovision TV. What? Buzzfeed. This is great. Yeah. Their pers- this is their personality. Let's see what they say, your fans. Kind of, I wish the internet was... A- anyway, that's a, ha- that's head- a hat. I'm happy to spend money to support my favourite music artists, but not comedians. I find, to- I like- <laughs> I find toilet humour quite funny. Quite that's funny. <laughs> I wouldn't mind having a wind turbine in my area. <laughs> that's what they think. <laughs> I wouldn't mind it, wouldn't mind it. Just letting you know. <laughs> I like to spend my free time relaxing. Wow, you fucking maverick. <laughs> As opposed to what? Doing extra work. I like to spend my free time going back to work translating some other stuff. Your fans like chocolate cake, garlic bread, tomato soup, cheese on toast, mashed this is potatoes. This is my diet. This is my Ma- full diet. That is the most. Look, I'll show you what my are fans they, are. Or does it say what the average weight is? <laughs> as well? Are they all about my weight? <laughs> this is Richard Herring fans. This is what they like. Hold on. Oh, how many Good. letters of your name do you have to put in before? A lot. You have to put, have to put Richard H E R R before <laughs> it brings you, you come up. up. You come up after Sarah. I'm very annoyed about it. So, where's the <laughs> lifestyle? My fans eat. Look at that. Look how fancy you can see from the picture. Three bean chili is their favourite food. <laughs> Salt and pepper chicken, chorizo sausage. Oh, yours is proper middle class. Look at this, Malay anchovy and peanut sambal. <laughs> That's this fucking fourth, mushroom fourth, soup. Fourth favourite food. Malay. It's Malay something I've not even fucking heard oh, no, of. I tell you what it is. You know what it is? That's peanut. <laughs> it looks. It looks because it's on two lines. It looks like it's. I said pian oh. pianut sambal. <laughs> It's the way they spaced it out, to be fair. I've, I've read what they put. Pian chicken donna. Let's see where... Kimchi? I mean, there's fucking made-up foods oh down my here. My, my fans are eating gyros. Or gyros. Mm. Who's, who's their favourite 
personality if it's not you? It's definitely not me. I think you'll find. I think you can probably have a little guess who it's going to be. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, that's their first. That's their personality. Their end. Their favourite TV show is Stuart Lee's comedy vehicle. <laughs> their favourite celebrity, Stuart Lee. <laughs> Not really. Oh, I'm so sorry. But maybe they're scrabbling for a programme with you in it. <laughs> and they think that his programme is the next best thing because he yeah. knows you. Yeah, they just imagine, they imagine me being in there. Yeah, sort of standing side by side being a smart ass. <laughs> exactly. What are you doing, Stu? <laughs> Where's the funny one, Stu? Uh, <laughs> so, um, you worked as a civil servant. I did. I'm interested in your life before comedy. What did you have to do when you were a civil servant? Oh, various things. I worked in a job centre for a yeah. while on the front line, uh, signing people on and stuff. Um, I, what else did I do? I worked, oh, I made, like, did job searches for people in a call centre environment, but still a job centre. Mm -hmm. And uh, people, oh, I did another thing where people made a claim to benefit over the phone. Like they, and they, that was one of my favourite ones because people didn't always know which benefit they were entitled to, so they would sometimes make up words. So the options, <laughs> the options were basically like job stickers allowance or income support, incapacity benefit, that sort of thing. And somebody once asked for in captivity benefit, <laughs> which is obviously only for pandas, and also income spastity benefit. <laughs> There was a lady once who um, who rang up to um, to claim she wanted to see if she was entitled to bereavement benefit. So I was <laughs> yes, that's right. Her husband had died. Lady laughing. And so she rang up, and I sort of thought, well, she's pro she's possibly entitled. So we started to look at the form and things, and and obviously you have to be very careful because this is a lady who's recently bereaved. So I was treading very carefully, and turned out what had happened was how she'd split up with her husband 10 years ago, but they'd never officially divorced. Right. And she read in the newspaper that he died. <laughs> and she, I don't know, because we didn't see the outcome, we were just at the beginning, but if he'd paid enough stamp, she would have been entitled to that, because it's legal still. Right. And I thought, well done you on the fucking hutzpah of doing that. <laughs> I was quite proud of her, weirdly. But yeah, so that, and, then, and then I did a job that I never really learnt. Um, it was something to do with insurance. We were the only department that actually made money for the government. Right. Um, and it was basically, you know, if it's really boring, sorry, everybody, this is why I don't do this anymore. Um, you know, when somebody has an accident and then they claim that back on their insurance, yeah. uh, they, claim, they make a claim on their insurance, sorry. If they received benefits during that time and that insurance company pays out, then we get those benefits okay, back. Okay, right, yeah, yeah. So you're basically having conversations with lawyers a lot. But I never really learned it. I did it for six months and I never really learned because I was doing stand-up at the time. Right. So I'd constantly be on flexi time and I'd be leaving and getting a train to Lincoln and talking about cocks on stage <laughs> and then going back in and then doing it. And I never really learned it. But they just, they kept me around. They said I was a breath of fresh air. That's what they put in my leaving <laughs> card, which was nice because I didn't learn it and everyone else was really good, hard-working member of staff. I was a breath of fresh air because I was, I was just doing stand-up and loving yeah. stand-up. So that was the last thing that I did. Uh, but yeah, very, various different sort of office jobs. Where might my best friend? That's nice. Hmm. Met my best friend in the civil service. Okay. So yeah, it's okay. You know, they weren't. They were good jobs. I liked them, but I didn't. I felt sort of untapped. Right. Because I'd wanted to write. Yeah. That was the main thing I wanted. Well, you're to writing plays and. and yeah, I was writing plays and I had a column in the free paper and stuff like that. Yeah. So I knew I wanted to write, but I didn't really know where it was going to end up. 
And you did a you ran a comedy course in Spain? Yeah, I did a few of those. <laughs> so you know you can people can go on these holidays where they learn how to like they all sing or they all yeah. paint or and it was a it was a few of those. I did three of those. Uh, where the first one had uh, Stephanie Merritt. Yeah, that's why. It. That's why I read yeah, yeah. an article she wrote. Yeah, yeah. And I was terrified because it was the first time I was doing it. I was <laughs> teaching comedy and I'd only really learned how to do it. Like I was still. I mean, I'm still learning now, but yeah. I was very new when I was doing these courses. And then you've got the Observer <laughs> critic who came on the course, and I just luckily she was really nice, and she had a nice time when we got on well. Because I just basically thought I'm going to get a terrible review before I've even done a fucking show, uh, but she was really nice. So yeah, it was it was it's kind of like a little holiday, and yeah. the people that were running the course were adorable, really nice. So it was yeah, it's just a daft yeah. thing I did. It was fun. Yeah. And you were doing you were obviously doing stand up at the same time, but this yeah, is yeah. before you'd broken. Yeah, yeah, totally. Before yeah, yeah. I did Edinburgh or anything. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, interesting. Thanks. Very interesting. And at the moment, you are uh, working on Standard Issue, which is an internet yes. magazine. It's, yeah, it's a no-bullshit women's magazine <laughs> on the internet. Yes. Uh, yeah, because I just kind of got a bit bored of the women's magazines that were out so there. it was a no-bullshit or a no-bullshit? <laughs> oh, a no-bullshit. No a no-bullshit, okay, yeah. A no it's bullshit. a no bullshit magazine. <laughs> Imagine one upper wall, if you will. Uh, <laughs> a no bullshit magazine. No bullshit. Uh, no. Uh, I just kind of got bored of the women's magazines, and yep. I just I'm not really interested in in which lipstick I should wear and how, whether I, I should wear whether I'm an apple shape or I don't give a shit at all about those things. And it just felt like they were often quite, you know, they just assumed that women aren't interested in really basic, simple things. And I thought that just that feels like cack to me. So I set up an online women's magazine. It's been going three years, and uh, and I'm very proud of it. It's I think it's excellent. We've got yeah. a really good team and really good writers, and it's just nice to. It's what I read. It's I kind of selfishly set up a thing so <laughs> I, when I'm on a train, I don't have to read rubbish. I yeah. can read my own website, yeah. <laughs> which is a bit much. <laughs> it's a big thing to do just because you're a bit bored on the train. <laughs> No, it's good. And you're branching out into podcasts with it. You did a yeah, podcast there do, last night. Yeah, we do um, uh, shows. We've started, we did our first one here last night with me and Kathy Burke and Joe Brandall on the stage at the same time and just kind of having a chat and having a, a good laugh. And then we've got them in January, February, uh, March and May. Right. Yeah, with just different And just different that goes out on the website, on the standard issue website yeah, yeah. for free? Yeah. Terrific. I've tried to get both Kathy Burke and Joe Brand on this and they've always said they're too busy, so... I just asked them and they said, pick a date, any date, my diary. <laughs> my diary is wide open. Did you uh, <laughs> spend any time with the Yemeni population in South, South Shields? It's got a famous Yemeni... No, I didn't. No, OK. Sorry, was that a, was that going to be a big chunk of the show? Well, I was hoping that you'd have some stories about the Yemeni population of South Shields. Did you ever see a Yemeni person in South Shields? I think, was this before my time? It might be as well. This, I just got it off Twitter. It's more recent than, than I, I when think I was there. Some of them must still be. Uh... No, it's, it's to do with the shipbuilding that used to go on there, but that oh, doesn't yeah, really happen. Oh, they don't. Though. No, they haven't done no. that in a long time. No. I mean, they did a lifeboat once, but we don't even know if that's true. <laughs> <laughs> You do crafts. You make. You made a get well card. Oh, I yeah. I sometimes get together. I like having a hobby that I don't have to be good at. You know, yeah. like because when you're at work, everything has to be as good as it can possibly be. So then it's nice on your downtime to be able to go. I'm going to make an an all right cake. Yeah. 
oh, I'm going to try and grow some, something from seed. But I like being able to be rubbish at something. My rule with cooking, I'm very good at cooking, I'm all right. But my rule is that if nobody gets the shits, that was the success. <laughs> Doesn't have to look like it is in the book. Uh, so with craft, a few of us get together, not very often, uh, sadly, but every now and again, and just kind of, I've got a big tub of sort of, you know, kind of, buttons and glue and glitter and shit <laughs> and we get together but none of us are any good well actually one girl is pretty good and we don't really like her <laughs> don't like it when she joins she's brilliant but we don't like it when she joins it you know when you go to karaoke and somebody can actually sing and it's really annoying <laughs> it's like that but with painting she's really good um, but the rest of us are kind of shit and I did make a get well soon card for my best friend once and she it was so terrible that she pretended it was off her niece <laughs> it was really terrible but I was so proud of it you just have to put love Sarah age five on the back and then get away with anything it's fun but I, like, I make t-shirts for prizes and to oh, do uh, you? kickstart and stuff yeah I'm really bad I'm re <laughs> but I enjoy it so much exactly isn't it nice having a hobby that yeah. doesn't have to be exceptional it can just be well I'm terrible yeah I mean they're literally it's quite the liberating worst. though yeah it's really good fun yeah, I like. But it's like I just I use fabric paints like oh. like a monkey would. <laughs> <laughs> like a sexy monkey. I yeah, very sexy, monkey. sexy monkey with a okay. tiny penis. That is. Uh, I'll ask you an emergency question to get out of that one. Uh, what would if you could jump into anything? What would you jump into a pool of anything if it was if it was ending in the pool? Uh, custard. Oh yeah. Yeah. Cold. Cold custard. Yeah, I don't like warm custard. Okay. I had old custard the other day. How, you know if you have a tin of custard, how long past the best before day can you eat it, do you think? What, it's like? How long? Five years. Five years? What, dried, the dry, the dry No, no, custard. a tin of, a like, ambrosia, like the, five oh. years, I'll be all right then, won't I? It was only three months out of date. Yeah. Oh, some people are appalled some at people. me. My wife's what, a stickler. What, am I supposed to eat a banana on its fucking own, am I? <laughs> My... Who does that? <laughs> My wife is very is a stickler for sell by date. So I, I am normally. I'm, I'm very blasé. My husband's blasé. Yeah. Maybe it's a man thing. I always say, just, you know, bin it if it's out of date. And he, but the custard thing, it was two in the morning and we really wanted bananas <laughs> and custard. And he was like, he told me a story about some tin that was found that dated back to the Second World War. And, and he said, and they ate that. And I went, is that the end of the story? Like, you don't know if they've died. <laughs> and he didn't know, but we ate it. And I talked myself into a bad stomach. You know, and you just think, it's gonna, I'm going to have a bad stomach. Yeah. And then I had a bad stomach, mostly psychosomatic. But five yeah. years is good to know, Flower. Thank you. <laughs> are you any, are you, are you, is that your field? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> he works in nuclear physics. It's good enough. Yeah. Um... <laughs> He genuinely does. I know the professions of everyone in the front two rows. Oh, uh, so nice. <laughs> where, what is, uh, oh no, did any future celebrities other than you go to your school? Or who was the most famous person who went to My school? My school? No, I don't no. think so. Did no one who went on to be like, doesn't even have no, to No, there's be people from South Shields, but yeah. I don't think my school. Who and was the most famous person who visited your school when you were at school? Uh, Kevin Smith's dad, who was a diver. <laughs> Genuinely, he was. We were fascinated by his job. Yeah. Uh, no, no famous people came to the school. I don't think people. Famous people from South. So South Tyneside was known for like Catherine Cookson was from South Tyneside. Oh, okay. Chris Ramsey's from South Shields. Yeah. I think some of Little Mix, but I haven't paid that much attention if I'm honest. But yeah, I don't think anybody else from my school. Oh, am I the famous person in my school? You might be. Oh God. Have you been invited back to do talks at school? 
No, I did a, a talk at a different school in the same town because my friend was a teacher there. Okay. And I talked before I'd been on the telly. She just wanted, she had like fun jobs. So I went in with a fun job. Yeah. And I told them all they didn't really have to go to university. <laughs> and the teachers all were like, what the fuck is she saying? <laughs> and it's true, they didn't because I didn't. And I'm doing all right. Good. I mean, I don't want them all to be comics because that's too much competition. <laughs> there's a lot of... I mean, there's too much competition. I wouldn't like to start now. You no, started, no, What year did you start in? 2000? Uh, 2004, Yeah, so maybe? it was just... A, that was when I was about, when I was sort of coming back to it. And it was sort yeah. of manageable, I think, then, for new people to come into it. But now so many new people are doing it. I don't understand how they even get no, beyond... No, I, I went from, like, the first open spot to... I think it was about a year. Right. That I, and that's, that was quite rare then, yeah. to be in full-time uh, right. and... I had an agent and went full time about a year, about a year, maybe a year and a half, not long. But I don't. I think some people who are really good just can't make that jump now because there's, there's more comics than there are gigs, unfortunately. Yeah. So do not become a comedian if you no. are listening to this and like this is, comedy. Yeah, this is what we're trying to <laughs> pass off so that <laughs> nobody else does it. How do you sleep at night? Um, on my, I'm taking you literally. Yeah, good, you should do. On my I, chest. Do you? Yeah. That sort of, be, is that quite comfy? I have to have a cushion under my feet just to yeah. balance me off. <laughs> yeah. uh, no, I sleep, yeah, quite comfy. Yeah. I generally sleep very still. I wake up in the same position I fell asleep in. When my I'm, husband is a regular. Is he, yeah. Are you a regular? I think I am a bit. My wife gets very annoyed. I snore mm. really badly. Oh, do you? Yeah. What does and she do about that? Does she, el- she, does she uh, elbow you or does she tell you to wake up? Or? She's very passive-aggressive, so she'll yeah. not do much and then she'll basically just... Ruin your life the next yes, day. Yeah, well, I've just hit me, or like she went, she went ah the other day like that, and hit you. No, just hit the hit bed. The bed. Yeah. I used to. My my husband. I don't go, what? Oh, what? But I snore so badly, I wake myself up snoring, and like I. But also, I, I'm snoring. I can. Well, sometimes I'm snoring and I'm still awake and I can't hear it. Right. So then she goes, you're snoring. And I go, I'm not. I'm still awake. And she goes, you're snoring. So I'm. I'm. I think I'm awake, but I'm asleep. Or you're dreaming. Or that she's you're dreaming. Awake. She might be dreaming that I'm snoring. You've lost me. I think. Well, I'm I... lying there. I think. Oh, I wish I could get to sleep. Stop snoring. I'm awake, and I'm so not you're, snoring. You're, God, that's so awful that your dream is not being able to get to sleep. <laughs> Maybe. I once woke myself up snoring and yeah. made my ex-husband, as is now, go downstairs with a bat because I was sure there was somebody in the house because <laughs> I heard a noise. But it, it was, was the old lady in the, the drains. <laughs> My, when my, my husband doesn't snore, either he doesn't snore or I have become a heavier sleeper and I don't notice, right. which is quite possible. But I used to move around on the bed and that woke him up to a lighter level of sleep. And then I'd try and desperately get to back to sleep before he went back down into the snorey sleep. Yeah, right. So she could try that. Yeah. But I think what she's doing sounds great. Yeah. I like what she's doing. I think she could hit you as well. I think I just will wake up and be dead one day. I'll be stabbed. Oh no. Just get some wait. of those things that open your nostrils up. Yeah. Those little tabs. I just got to lose some weight. So when, I'm, when, I've not, yeah. when I've lost some weight, I'm I don't sorry. mean, yeah, I mean, generally, no. yeah. yeah. We all need to do that, though. When's that going to happen? It's I said gonna... it, maybe we could do it after Edinburgh, and then we decided, no, we might as well wait till we get Christmas out of the way, yeah. which is like five months <laughs> after Edinburgh. <laughs> Four months. And now we might as well wait till January, eh? Might yeah. as well, because you've got to eat all the matchmakers and the stuff over Christmas. So January, I'll probably start trying to lose a bit of weight. <laughs> yeah, good idea. Me too. I don't care enough. That's the problem. Yeah. Sometimes I do, but just at the moment, I don't. Well, I think I'd like to fill this part of my jeans <laughs> still. <laughs> They're still, like, when I get on a plane, 
and there's, there's six inches of the of the seatbelt left before I then have to get an extender. Yeah. Rather than thinking we should lose a bit of weight, I just think six more inches. <laughs> so I'll do Good. that. Have you ever flown a kite? No. Huh? I haven't ever. It's never. I wasn't outdoorsy. You see, I, no. I've I had an imaginary library, but I've never flown a kite. An imaginary library. Library. Uh, all an my imaginary books. library. Yeah. So the books were real. So yeah. and I ticketed them all. That's I took not an imaginary library. That's a library. No, it is cause... <laughs> you because you imagine they were on some shelves. <laughs> You imagine there were catalogues and there was a Dewey Decimal System. It, was, it wasn't it open to the public then oh, okay. because it was my bedroom. Okay. And the only customers that came in were teddy bears. Okay. So it was technically an imaginary okay, library. Fair. But they were all alphabetised. Yeah. The first one was Janet and Alan Alberg's The Ha Ha Bonk Book, which was a joke book. Okay. And it was excellent. Yes. The, Do you use any of the material from that in your act? No. <laughs> I think I might start, though. <laughs> Good. That's not the answer to do you ever flown a kite. I had an imaginary library. How did that happen? Have you ever flown a kite? Uh, yeah. Why? Because um, it seemed like fun. It's a good question, I, isn't it? It's a good I remember being question. very excited about having a kite. I remember we got a kite with green shield stamps and I was very excited about it and I thought it was the most exciting. It's very, it's boring once you try. What, what colour was it? Orange. Oh, I like orange. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's free. You got a green shield stamps. It's a free kite. Yeah, how many times did you take it out? Um, I'm not sure. Probably not very many. Yeah, so One. was that really worth it, all that hassle? <laughs> it was because it was fun. Do you remember Green Shield stamps? Yeah, vaguely. Sorry. Do, who remembers Green Shield? Do you remember Green Shield stamps? This isn't it. Who remembers Green Shield stamps? Yeah, it's yeah, not good enough for most people. Oh, well, I'm looking for something that only one person remembers. <laughs> Peter Kay could do that as material. <laughs> and people would go, his audience would go, yeah, you're just a, yeah. <laughs> I remember stuff, Rich. You have to do better than that for us. We're not just going to be told, how do you remember things? It was exciting. I can remember the smell of the, I can remember the perforations of green chill stamps, sticking them in. Do you remember Typhoon? Do you remember PG Tips cards? No. Going PG Tips. Who remembers those? Too many people. Going, yeah, we remember. We remember things, Rich. Stop telling us about. It. Tell us something we don't know. Am I too old to have a kite now? Are you too old? No, you should give it, you know, should I give it a go. Perfect time. You, should you have to run though. Um, I don't Can think you, you do. Can you do a brisk a, walk? I think if you get up on top of a hill, and then, probably, and then we just down. chuck it up. Oh, okay. Just I don't know. I don't know how it works. Uh, get a stunt kite. What's the difference between that and a kite? It can do stunts. Oh, it's not like a pretendy kite. <laughs> do you know why I thought it was like... It's like something that isn't a kite, that yeah. when the kites get into dangerous situations, like it does the... Yeah. yeah. It goes in and does the flying for the more famous kite that's got <laughs> okay. too much insurance. Okay. Uh, maybe I'll get a kite then. Maybe that's what I've learned yeah, tonight. I'll get you a kite. I'm going to buy you a kite. Are you? Yeah. Do say, I have to go out with you with it? Or I'm going to be it? on the kite. <laughs> Are you going to make me a kite with your fabric paints? I'm gonna, then I'm going to stand very still and go, oh, that's a good picture of Richard. Looks like a three-dimensional sculpture. And then you're going to be the kite? Yeah, I'm going to be, I'm just going to be on the kite. It's going to be like Jesus on a kite. How windy do you Imagine. think it fucking is? <laughs> Pretty windy up until you live up north, right? It's yeah, but it's not seen, that windy that I've it could seen, lift a man into the air. I've seen Game of Thrones. It's like that, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's exactly like you that. Chuck me off that big wall. Yeah. 
Well, we've had a lovely time. We might, we might be coming to the end. This, I think it's 5-0. Uh, I think we can all agree on that. <laughs> I think um, this might have been a draw, this one. Yeah, we've been quite nice to each other, yeah, though. We, we have. haven't really tried to be unpleasant. Yeah, you've not been as sort of predatory as you often are, <laughs> either. Sort of disappointed, if I'm honest. I'd shave my legs and everything. No. Just the front, obviously. <laughs> I, prefer, I prefer the other side. So, uh, it's chosen, chosen poorly. Do any of our um, do any of our VIP guests want to ask Sarah a question? You don't have to. No. No. <laughs> Road. Are you scared? Yeah. Oh, don't be Tom, scared. Does Tom Sawyer want to ask a question? Why do I not exist? Why am I a fictional <laughs> character? Uh, well, uh, it's been lovely to see you. Is that what's coming? You're not you're not touring now. You have got a bit of a break. No, I've got a again. break. Yes, and I write the next show, live yep. a bit, write the next show, then take that on tour. So it's mostly I'm doing DVD promotional stuff at the moment, and then a bit of time off over Christmas. Time off? Yeah. I mean, you work very. You work ridiculously hard. Uh, well, I hope so. I want to, but yeah. also I need. I need a bit of. Yeah, I just go a bit mad if I don't. I'm too much of a work. You're a workaholic. You I am a bit, but I think you even, you, even I look at you and think this is your tours are enormously massive and gone yeah. for it. It was year a year. Months. Yeah. It was. So yeah. how many dates did you do? 185. Your... Yeah, that's big. That's a big tour. But that's because I think people then people who are covering that amount of audience members might go to arenas yeah. and then they just have to do like 30 dates or something or yeah. probably less and I don't want to do arenas because I don't think they're suitable for me I don't even take the mic out the stand so this, uh, it's, I think it's alright for people who are very physical but it doesn't suit me no. so I end up doing a year on tour but it's, I love my job so it's like do you want to do a year doing the thing you love? Yes but then <laughs> okay. it's nice because like a week afterwards I get a migraine for a whole week afterwards because just your yeah. body just doesn't understand why you're not doing anything and why you're at home and you're not in a car somewhere. Um, but then it's nice to live a bit because you've got to live a bit so you've got something you to do. talk about on the next oh, well, one. Absolutely. Yeah, and yeah. also just enjoy, do you get back home? Well, that sounds bad. Like the only reason I want time off is so I can write more material. <laughs> yes. But do you get back home when, you're, when you do it? Because you you're in the, the middle yeah, of the country. You go place to place to place, yeah. don't you? I try and get home. If it's less than two and a half hour drive, I'm not going to stay overnight yeah. because I don't sleep till three in the morning, maybe right. two at the earliest. So if I can be in my own bed for that time, then I'd rather do that. So yeah. yeah, it's not it's on the road, but it's not like you're on the road. I don't go place to place to place. Yeah. Mine's less so. I mean, I'm trying, yeah, you're I trying try to get home. I try to get home as much, so you yeah. can look at your baby and more, yeah, yeah more than the once. Yeah, yeah. that's nice, probably for the she's best. She's got a face, and it's good to. And look you can at it. snore at your wife. Yeah, she's fucking thrilled that you're coming home more often. <laughs> she's going. Can't you stay uh, a bit longer, like you did in the old days? <laughs> I, when I married you, you stayed away for ten nights in a row. It was great. Well, we'll look forward to the next tour, which by the time this comes out, it'll probably be starting just about to start. Uh, and buy your new DVD, Outsider. Yeah, I mean, only if you want to. Don't like okay. feel like you have to. I don't think they. I don't think they feel obliged to do anything. This audience. That's all right. That's good. That's good. Buy my new DVD, Happy Now, and you have to. You have to. You have to. You have to do it. If you only buy you one to. DVD. You have to. Then get Ramashranga Nathan. He's really good. <laughs> He's really good. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it's Sarah Milligan. Thank you very much. Thank you. You have been listening to Richard Ernest Lester Square Theatre Podcast.
podcast with me, Richard Herring, and my guest, Sarah Millican. The music is by Pest. I'd like to thank, I wouldn't really like to thank them, but I'm contractually obliged to thank uh, the Leicester Square Theatre. No, they've been very good. And uh, the British Comedy Guide, they're really good. And Go Fast Strike with Chris Evans, not that one. And all the team. I would like to thank my producer, Ben Walker. And this is a Sky Potato Fuzz and Go Fast Strike production. Thanks for listening. My DVD Happy Now is available from GoFasterStrike.com as all my shows are on DVD there or on download. There's some books. Go and check it out. There's some good ones from other people as well, so check those out. Cheers. Bye.